Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good Friday afternoon. The weekend looms February 16th, 2024. We're Grant and Danny. You are listening to The Fan. What's up, Daniel? Hey, new buddy. It's going to snow tonight, apparently. Is that real? Yeah. And everybody's all fatutzed about it. First time I've heard this. But that's what it looks like. It looks like snow this evening. Is it going to be one of those things? We've had a couple of these where you wake up in the morning and there's a little dusting of snow. Kids get very excited, but it's not really enough to do anything. My sense is it's going to ruin everything. Okay. And I don't know anything, obviously, but everyone's all in a tizzy. But yeah, the, the, we may have to get, get our weather expert on, you know, as Ryan Clary. Uh, about what it's going to ultimately do, but it sounds like it might be disruptive and annoying. We've got tickets at 4 o'clock ahead of the Blitz to see Nate Bargatze. Final time we're giving away tickets to see Nate this week. A pair for you. That is two hours from now here on Grant and Danny. And before the end of the show when we sign off tonight, Premier Lacrosse League tickets as well. A four-pack to go out to the St. James for lacrosse. Some of the best lacrosse in the world being played in our backyard. You can win those tickets. Right here on Grant and Danny also. So nice little show plan for you. Taking you up to 6.30. We've got a return to the show today. A huge return. This is a Devin Hester-esque. Dare I say a Brian Mitchell-like return. Mm -hmm. If we were WWE, we would have probably been building this return up for weeks. Just flashing some type of image on a screen, and then it would disappear, and you're like, what does this what, mean? What did they, why did they? Who's coming back? What is that? Today, at 6 o'clock, a segment exclusive to this radio program you've only ever heard here. Only here. We came up with the idea. That's right. We started it. We will end it. No one else will ever do it. Mm-hmm. Not like we do it. The return of the Grant and Danny's. Tony's mailbag. There it is. We are back. We are back. We are back. We are getting Tony's mailbag back. It's been a minute, hasn't it? We we tabled it for football. All this pesky football stuff in the way. Now we're back. If you're not familiar, this is an open lines opportunity for you guys at six. 
If there is a team in town you don't think we talk enough about. If there is a subject in sports you don't think we've hit that we should. If there is a question burning in your brain that has nothing to do with sport and you just want to know what are my pals, Guillermo and Donnie, think about it, that's the point of the Grant and Danny's Tony's Mailbag. It's why this segment was born, Mm -hmm. frankly, out of thin air. There was no lead-in. There was no opportunity. We didn't hear about this segment anywhere else we manifested it you see what i'm saying like it, it's it we was... woke up in the morning and we stared into a mirror and we said we're gonna do it yeah we had a couple affirmations next thing you know yada 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 we got a segment you're such an affirmations guy big affirmations guy but the segment will be back at six o'clock tonight grant and danny's tony's mailbag where to begin the program before we get into our regularly scheduled football discussion of the day uh how about caitlin clark last night caitlin clark the greatest women's basketball player in history put on an unbelievable show, not just for Iowa fans, but with the entire country watching as she was trying to set the all-time scoring record. She stepped across the timeline and, like Steph Curry, in rhythm from the logo, hoisted a three to become the all-time leading scorer in women's basketball. Here comes Clark. How will she go for history? I apologize. I don't know who called that. What a perfect call that was. Outstanding. Succinct, minimalist, yet because it was television, descriptive enough. And also set up beautifully. Like, she didn't know, I don't think, that Caitlin Clark was going to shoot as soon as she got to half court. But she's like, how will she do it? You knew she was taking the shot. Is she going to the rim? Is she going to take someone off the dribble? But almost on cue, she hoists. And then the beauty of kind of letting the reaction tell the story. So here's what I won't do. I'm not going to pretend to be some aficionado on women's college basketball or on Caitlin Clark. I saw this last night like everybody else. I heard about her for the first time during the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. I watched a couple of games and was blown away. Here's what I will tell you. She is unbelievable. Just watching her play basketball, to me, Danny, she is to the women's college game, and I'd imagine it'll be the same in the WNBA. I don't know enough about it, but I don't see why it would be different. She's Steph Curry. Everyone else, You shoots, can see the influence, right? Yeah, everyone yeah. else shoots from an area of the court, and then hers is further back. It's the it's these various, you know, again, I, it's not like I'm watching Iowa every night, but yeah, I mean, you can see some of the highlights. It's every angle, every step taken is to get in rhythm for a shot. She's used to not being the tallest person, just the way Steph Curry was. When he was at Davidson, running off of all these screens and being able to get his body in line and all these weird angles because he's going up against guys that are 6'5", 6'6", you know, and, and taller and bigger and stronger and faster than he was. Just amazing. Um, I, I will tell you this. The amount of attention that she's drawing to the women's college game is impossible to ignore. You, you can you can roll your eyes and make fun all you want, and, and that's your prerogative to do so if that's something that you're into or not into, whatever. The, the simple fact is she's a star. Like, she's making a ton of money, a ton of attention. The women's NCAA tournament is going to do huge numbers this year. Is, is, is a, it's not even a, a guant and a limb as a prediction. It did so it's going to happen, year. yeah. I mean, the, the ratings last year were incredible. I mean, pummeled anything they'd done before. But you're right. Like, to get eyeballs, you need something that is so unique and so special and so different that the average person starts to care. Yeah, scored 33 a game with nine assists a game will do it. That'll That's do what it. she's doing. My mom texted me last night and was like, are you watching Caitlin Clark? And I was like, are you kidding me? What? 
My mom, who lo- I mean, she's always texting about the Caps and the Nats and mm-hmm. the Wizards, whatever. She's a big sports fan. But we've never talked about women's basketball. And I said, well, it's on Peacock only. Luckily, I do have Peacock. But I wasn't home. I was at the Defenders event. So I had to see the highlights. But she ended up yesterday scoring almost 50 points, by the way, and having double-digit assists in just a crazy game. Her 126th game, six-foot senior guard, she surpassed Kelsey Plum, who I believe is married to Darren Waller. Uh, She played at Washington at 35-27 career points over 139 games, and then Clark did it in 13 fewer games. But never seen anything quite like it. And she's gotten to a point, Danny, to, to what you were just suggesting, though, about the eyeballs. I don't know if you're here. I'd be curious. Like, if, I, if I'm not doing anything and someone tells me, hey, I was playing right now on this channel, I will absolutely watch. And with all due respect, that, that has never been the case for me with another college basketball star at the, uh, you know, in the female game. Like, mm-hmm. Sabrina Ionescu, who played, I believe it was at Oregon, was this incredible, like, relationship with Kobe Bryant. Everyone talked about her, put her over. She was great. Went to WNBA with the number one pick to the Liberty. Didn't do it for me. I, I just, it didn't cross mainstream appeal. Mm-hmm. This Caitlin Clark thing has absolutely done that. And I don't know what the difference. I think it's just where she shoots from and the fact that I think she's maybe one of the best shooters on the planet. Like, men's game, women's game. It, I mean, it is nuts what she can do shooting a basketball. And it, it to do that at six feet is also amazing to me because of the arc and the plane oh, yeah. and where you're shooting from. Like, I just don't know how that works, that her shot is that good and she's not super tall. But it's a cool watch, and last night was incredible. It, so. it hasn't gotten to that point for me that I'll do, like, you know, it's not on my radar to the, the casual Wednesday night game or something like that. you're home, Caps aren't playing, Wiz aren't playing, you're, like, flipping around on Netflix or whatever, and someone's like, Caitlin Clark's got 47 with six minutes left. Not moving the needle enough for you to click over. It it hasn't yet, but that's that's my own weird sports proclivities. Like I, yeah. I I I'm so bad at picking up in the middle and like starting to care. Like I've got my deflector dish of caring, and if it wasn't in before, it's like hard to get in now. Yeah, it's like it's hard to make it for me. In other words, I'm not sitting here pretending like I'm an Iowa basketball fan. I can't name a player on that team other than her. I was gonna say Caitlin Clark. I got one, and I've now watched three minutes, and it was like the the replay of what, what mm-hmm. happened last night. But uh, tournament watching her was amazing. And I, I think you get what you pay for probably when, when you go watch her. Uh, speaking of hoops, NBA All-Star festivities getting started tonight. I still believe that the All-Star game in the NBA, that weekend, Saturday night All-Star festivities, are the best that we have in sports. I know the dunk contest, we, we've done it a million times. It's going to be mediocre. Kenny the Jet Smith is going to scream, the dunk contest is back, baby. Like 11 times. Does it ever? And then at the end, we're going to go, well, that was disappointing and not worth it. I get it. But the three-point contest, you got Damian Lillard defending his title. Uh, Brunson, Halliburton, Markinen, Donovan Mitchell. There's some stars. Trey Young's partaking, I believe. Carl Anthony Towns is going to be in it. Like, I'm excited about that. Um, they, they do some smart things. The skills challenge where... Like obstacle courses is now a team event. You, you just get to see a bunch of players sitting courtside, cutting up and having fun, holding cameras. I think it's a, a still good television, and I would stack that up against non-game anything any of the other sports have. Yeah, it's still to me, even though you know the dunk contest has kind of come and gone and gone and come back, and then everyone declares it's back, and then it's not back, and then it's sort of back, and now it's on its way back, but it's not back. Whatever. Everybody likes to to, to dump on all, all over everything. It's still to me the best 
all-star weekend when it's all taken in totality of all the sports. I still think Major League Baseball's all-star game is the best one. It's the closest approximation to a regular season game, except now it's, you know, superstar pitchers just going max effort for one inning and, and, and throwing 102. But Do you think that's even a debate? Like, are there people that think the other all-star games are better? Because there's no other all-star game, if you count the Pro Bowl in that. There's no other of the major sports game with the all-stars where it resembles anything like what you watch all season. Mm -hmm. Basketball, there's no defense and the rules are weird and they're adding up points from Thursday games in February for some reason. Like I I don't even know how it works. NHL, I love three-on-three overtime, but it's a tournament with less players on the ice and it's wide open. And it's entertaining, but it's not the NHL. It's not hockey. And then football, we're literally, not an exaggeration, now playing flag football. That's what we're doing now. Yep. So it's baseball by all the miles, isn't it? I mean, the actual how, game how, itself it is. How could anyone refute that now? The I'll still take NBA's overall weekend over baseball's, even with the home run derby, which is which has had some unbelievable moments in, in its own right. But when you combine the star power sitting there watching guys shoot threes or, or dunk in ways that, nope, that these like incredible top one trillionth of one percent guys freak out about. Like that that to me is the most entertaining thing you can find. Like when think back to Aaron Gordon doing the chair dunk. If you everybody remembers that one. Where he, where he put the ball like he's sitting down in a chair, but he's not. He's jumping fifty million feet off the ground. Yeah. And he dunks it and and everybody stands there in disbelief of what they just saw. Like the LeBron Jameses and the Dwayne Wades of the world going, I can't believe I just saw that. That to me is Worth the price of admission right there. Like sure. I know you get something similar with guys hitting the ball 500-some feet and everybody going nuts and, and laughing like little kids, but there's something about it. All these guys dunk all the time, and to do one in that way that makes guys, like, agape, that to me is always my favorite. I think they should end the night with the three-point contest because I think that's the most entertaining. It is now. It's the most marquee, yeah. Um, the home run derby, to me, is better than those NBA contests, but there are just more of them. that the The entirety of... You know, the Friday night young stars all taking place, and now a tournament used to be a game. Um, then you got Saturday. Like, there's just more quantity and quality of NBA probably puts it over the top before the games tip off. But I, I'm a big home run derby guy, and I think the current iteration that they have now with the pace having been expedited and the, the clock with timeouts, I think they finally found something that's awesome. Whereas the dunk contest... With all due respect to Kenny the Jet and Reggie Miller and whoever else is going to be yelling at me that it's back all night long tomorrow, it's it's not back. It hasn't been back in a long time. Well, you sleep on Mac McClung bringing it last year. That I, was pretty exciting. Yeah, that was cool. Like it's he did some cool things for sure. We all kind of pat him on the head because he's a little white guy and he can dunk. And I'm not saying it's not impressive. I'm a Georgetown Hoyas fan. Mm-hmm. I was in on Mac McClung before everyone else was. Before it was cool. Before he transferred. And he said, was a Georgetown fan and then he left. You can kick rocks, Patrick Ewing. <laughs> But, like, I'm excited. He's back, by yeah, the way. Even he's though back. he's not in the NBA. He is in the dunk contest defending his title. So, like, I'm pumped about that. I'll watch. I th- I don't know what it is. Is it that it's hard to come up with new dunks that haven't been done? Maybe. Is it that the best stars aren't participating in it? I'm not really sure. It's a combo of all those things. The The, the biggest, I think, is, like, no one knows how to enforce the rules or sort of how, how it goes. And here's what I mean. So, let's say... Mac McClung is going to do some kind of some kind of crazy thing, right? Where he's going to spin around two and a half times, put the ball between his legs, and then do a reverse dunk. Let's say he tries that and he misses. How do we how do we score that? Is it worse? Now it's a letdown when it doesn't happen. Sure, you know what I mean. Whereas that's or not if the you've feel- seen him try it twice, and then he gets it the third. And then he time. gets it. Yeah, it's, it's not like 
Okay. It's I not guess. the same feeling as a guy hitting a line drive that falls just short of, of a home run for, for baseball. There's there's something that's deflating when it doesn't go the first time. Fair, but even when things go the first time, mm-hmm. there's a quick pop, and then it's like, okay, what's next? All right, next one. I think the problem with it, honestly, is that it it is made to look so much easier than it is. Like, you have to almost have a variable that shows what a normal person looks like trying to do that. When Rich Eisen runs the 40 at the NFL Oh, yeah, sure, sure. They go back after his 40, and they show Rich Eisen's speed, like, as a line. And then they show the fastest players at the combine and their line in front of his. And it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, oh, I see. It's the equivalent of, like, the world record line in the pool and swimming. Mm-hmm. If you and I were trying to do that, and you would be like, "This is crazy." They almost need to have someone out of the crowd, like try a dunk who can't get off the ground and loses the basketball unathletically. Like he hits the bottom of the net. Because then you remember what he just did is mm-hmm. not something a human should be able to do. I just, I don't know the optics, the visual. It's just, it's been a while since I watched a dunk contest, and I was like. I'm glad I'm watching this. Yeah, I mean, because the, they're now, all these athletes are so unbelievably good. It was a huge deal when Michael Jordan took off from the foul line. Now it's like, guys are like, so what to that? You know, it's right. like, I'll do that. I'll do a windmill from the foul line. Or like, <laughs> I'll go with two hands with two of my legs from the foul line, you know? NFL news today. This was big. Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, two-game suspension, violating the NFL's performance-enhancing substances policy. Policy violation is said to be related to Garoppolo using a prescribed medication without having a valid therapeutic uh, therapeutic use for an exemption from the league. So it doesn't sound like he was getting a shot in the butt to be a better athlete or a better quarterback. He wasn't very bonding this thing, allegedly. But regardless, that's pretty embarrassing. You just got benched for Aiden O'Connell. You did not have a particularly good Oof. year. Your career is trending in the wrong direction. And now... People can make their jokes because you were on PEDs, in their mind, uh, while getting benched for Aiden O'Connell. That was with performance enhancement, Jimmy? (laughs) Everyone's going to make the same jokes. What's really crazy and bad for Garoppolo and great for the Raiders is our guy Joel Corey, who's the contracts expert, former Mm -hmm. agent with CBS, he came out and said after looking over some of the particulars in his contract, the Raiders are able to get out of a bunch of money and might be able to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo with so much less baggage and dead money now. Because of that? Because there was something in his contract about PED oh, gosh. violations. Wow. So he could be available for a team to sign. Now, you're not only going to have him for 15 games, and you're probably going to have him as a backup, but maybe he'll come on the cheap cheap now if you're interested in A little Jimmy pro-rated G. discount, yeah. That guy started in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. We should never forget that guy. Kyle Shanahan, man. <sighs> Make fun of him if you want to. I'm sorry he didn't do what you wanted him to do in overtime. Jimmy Garoppolo had a 10-point lead in a Super Bowl. And if he doesn't miss a wide-open throw, had, would have uh, been chugging beers in a parade as a starting quarterback. That might be the the top of my resume if I'm Kyle Shanahan. I would I would leave with that. That might be on the business card. Jimmy Garoppolo, you guys. like that, That's what it says for Kyle. That's It really is. A, like You see what happens when he leaves the nest. It's a disaster. We heard from both of the Commanders' new coordinators yesterday, live on Grant and Danny. Awesome to hear from Kingsbury and from Witt Jr. on offense and defense. Which player who was on this team last year and gets to work with this new staff is going to benefit the most from the arrival of these new coaches? 
We'll get into that next right here on Grant and Danny. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, I really like Forbes when he came out. And um, and not only Forbes, I like Quan. And, you know, they have a number of guys on that back end that really, really are intriguing. And the thing that we have to do, um, that's why we brought Jason Simmons in and, and Tommy Donatell, uh, to get those guys in and to believe in the, the, the techniques that we're going to teach them and, and the um, scheme that we're going to put them in. But we have um, quality young players here. Uh, we're just ready to get the work with them. Yeah. That's defensive coordinator Joe Witt Jr. from his press conference yesterday. Welcome back, Grant and Danny on the fan. Of the holdover players on this roster, who do you think elevates their game the most by having a chance to work with a new staff? Who's going to benefit the most from these new coaches that have been added to the building on what is, on paper it looks like, a much improved coaching staff that hopefully even if you gave the same 53 players to this group, would get a lot more out of them. We'll open up the MGM National Harbor listener lines for you at 800-636-1067. I got plenty of nominees on on defense. I was thinking about doing one on offense, one on defense here. But I got a number of nominees, guys that that seem like Dan Quinn-type players. I'm still not sure about Joe Witt-type players, but I imagine they're pretty similar. Here's the first name I thought of for Dan Quinn. Jamin Davis. Like, I think everybody's focused on what he can't do, including me, by the way, should never have been drafted in the first round where he was. It was a mistake, but whatever, he's here. Because he can run and he's shown effectiveness as a blitzer, I bet you Dan Quinn figures something out in that regard. I bet you Dan Quinn basically is not going to worry about giving him responsibilities and things that may not be his strength or you know, get shedding blocks and pursuing laterally and maybe trying to cover. I think because he can get after the quarterback and maybe, again, be, be an effective blitzer, you might see him do that. You might see him put up a couple of numbers that we're not expecting. So that was the first time I thought of on defense. On offense, I think this is an easy one for me. No one needed a change of voice more than Jahan Dotson. That year he had last year was bitterly disappointing for everybody, including idiots. I'm not naming any names, but around with Randy Mouye, who thought he would have a breakout season and maybe lead the team in catches. What a terrible setback of a year for Dotson. He just needs a new voice. And I'm thinking more opportunities 
you know, spread people out a lot more maybe than we're used to seeing. Maybe there's some chance for some, uh, you know, maybe a, a slight position change where he's more in the slot. But I could see him having a much better year this year than last. I'm zeroing in on the secondary specifically. I think they're going to be really well coached in the defensive backfield. And on top of that, I think that was probably where they were the worst coached last season. I I feel bad beating up on Visselmeyer, who's no longer here. But when you look at someone's resume and you see high school coach, coached in the NFL with Jack Del Rio. High school coach again, coached in the NFL with Jack Del Rio at his next stop. Kind of weird to me. And it's not a coincidence that the secondary got a lot worse and some of their young players either stepped backwards or in the case of the rookies, just didn't have the years they were supposed to after their top DBs coach previously, Chris Harris had left to go get a better job elsewhere and be elevated and promoted. He was one of the young stars in the building. And then Visselmeyer became the the chief, the guy in the secondary room, and it just didn't go well. I think there is no larger leap being made from last year's staff to this year's staff than when it comes to working with those DBs. And that includes not only bringing over a secondary coach from the Raiders, who turned one of their corners into one of the best players at the league in his position last year out of nowhere. That includes Donatel, who was with the Chargers. The results were not great, but his dad's a 32-year defensive coordinator. He could tap into all kinds of resources there, who's like the third guy working with DBs. That includes Joe Witt, by the way, who was an outstanding secondary coach his entire career. Green Bay when they won a Super Bowl. Tremont Williams. Charles Woodson, Atlanta with him and Dan Quinn had really good young players uh, in the secondary at that point in time. Robert Alford and a couple other guys that I remember. Uh, And then Dallas, where they had two of the last three players to lead the league in interceptions. So if I'm going to zero in on one guy, everyone wants to go with Emmanuel Forbes, and that's very possible. Benjamin St. Just, who I continue to look at and say has the tools. He has length. He is physical. He can turn, flip his hips, and run. He's not stiff. I like him. I like everything about the player. People get so upset because he gets flagged a lot. How many penalties? Pass interference, holding, all that stuff. He's around the receiver. That's that's how I view it. He's always yeah. you know, might be jamming a guy at seven instead of four. Like, he is right there. The ball's coming. He's making a play. He got there too early. I will take that over just getting torched constantly. And so let's clean up technique. Let's get him into a better place to make some plays on the football. Let's cut down on the penalties, which I think just has to do with him being coached up a little better. And I think St. Just is going to benefit a bunch. But, I mean, look at the resumes, Danny. Dan mm-hmm. Quinn, Legion of Boom. Joe Witt Jr., Cowboys last few years. Simmons with the top 10, scoring defense with the Raiders. All the way down to you know, Donatel's like the fourth guy. It's That's a really good room to help you out with. No excuses if you're Manny Forbes or Quan Martin or one of these guys. Put up or shut up time. You can't blame coaching anymore. You're going to get plenty of it. Yeah, it looks like it's prioritized, and and here they are. You you would think a tremendous uplift there. Now, if you can't do it, it's because you can't do it. Maybe less so than, than the instruction or guys not being on the same page. I think that's a good answer because you could see the secondary influence of the defensive staff, right? You mentioned Simmons, who you know was responsible for that area in uh, in 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 Vegas. Wit and Quinn kind of have that background as well uh, with those guys. So yeah, maybe it's a point of emphasis to sort of tune that up. So that would make a lot of sense, certainly, as those guys. I thought of a couple other names too, and I want to see what you think. 
that like Dan Quinn style player, right? I, I keep harping on that. Remember his press conference where he sort of spoke about that. The dudes with, you know, want to desire competitiveness, et cetera. Guys like Kalik Hudson, who every time they play in small samples seem to be doing fine. And nobody, nobody's got more want to than that guy. I wonder if you find a role for someone like that, kind of that hybrid, you know, sort of linebacker. You don't want him every down taking on pulling guards and stuff. He get knocked in the next week, but that's sort of in between a safety and a linebacker, sort of new look in some of these offenses with sleeker tight ends. I wonder if someone like that might benefit. That's interesting. I wonder how much more ceiling there is for him because I kind of give the last staff credit for carving something out mm-hmm. that worked. I will say to your point, it seemed like he responded pretty well to opportunities, and then there weren't always more of them. He had to wait for injuries. Mm-hmm. Maybe this staff just would play him more when he's going well. I think part of the last group's fear was, based on him being such a tweener, not fast enough really in the secondary, but not big enough maybe at linebacker, down in and down out, that they didn't want to get him exposed to to bad looks. And the more he's on the field, the more you kind of game plan against him. So I love the player. I think he he could be an awesome special teams guy and, and kind of reserve on defense for a long time. And maybe you're right. Maybe they do figure something out that works really well for him to be more of a traditional defender. But I liked the role that was carved out. I I just don't know how much more there is. How about this name? I never really understood exactly how we got to where we did with this player last year. But Cole Turner, the tight end, who was a fifth-round pick, who's an athlete at the position, who seems to get open when he's thrown the football, seems to have had a big catch radius, Make some athletic uh, athletic plays, catching the ball, you know, with defenders around him. Never been a focal point. Can't get on the field. Was mostly inactive. My default tells me there's probably something there that we don't see that makes it hard to play him because this team was bad offensively, and if you can't get on the field, could use some playmakers there. Probably a reason for it, especially mm-hmm. at the tight end position where Logan Thomas was oft injured or banged up, and John Bates is a blocker first and second and third and a receiver fourth. So it it was wide open for Cole Turner to go make plays. But it seemed like this staff decided, the last staff, at some point early last season, we're not doing the Cole Turner thing very much this year. I hope he gets a a breath of fresh air. And I know that in the air raid, the the notion is tight ends aren't important. We're not going to use them very much. Anybody see Zach Ertz in Arizona? With Cliff Kingsbury? I mean, he said it yesterday. I don't need to tell you, but mm-hmm. Kingsbury's point is what we do doesn't really have much to do with the air raid that everyone says is what I run. And tight ends were a part of his offense. So I think they're going to make it a priority and either sign or draft a guy that's a weapon. That's my hope. But I would like to see Cole Turner. Maybe he's got to improve as a blocker. Maybe there's something about his game again. We don't know why he couldn't get on the field. But I'd like to see a staff that believes in him give him some chances. Armani Rodgers, too, in that same in a similar regard, right? They'll be Missed back because of injury. Uh, you wonder if there's a a holdover in that way that they go. We actually don't need to go get a playmaker. We got one right here. I'll teach him to block or at least be serviceable in that regard. That's an interesting one. Anybody in the offensive line jump out at you? Not to me. I like I, I don't know that with this group they'll be precipitously better. I mean, the only guy that I feel good about is Sam Cosme, who thrived under the last group. So there's no like. Now we'll really see him rise into Pro Bowl status or something. I think Ricky Stromberg will break out and probably play a lot this year, who they drafted last year, I think, in the third round. They did. Um, Stromberg was one of the best centers in the country. He was starting to play, and then he got hurt, if you remember, and tore something and was out for the year. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a coaching thing, though. And and I'll just be candid. 
part of me voting for or, or suggesting these other options being the breakout player under this staff is that I have confidence in how they'll be coached up. Bobby Johnson in New York, it wasn't like they were developing or getting more out of Evan Neal. Yeah, it wasn't some pipeline you know? of so, great linemen. Exactly. Here. So I don't have the confidence that like the staff, like you say, is all of a sudden going to just squeeze something out of Chris Paul that, that it wasn't there. But I do think Stromberg is going to play a lot more and just the natural trajectory suggests we'll like him a lot more as a prospect after his second year than his first. But let's see what our listeners think next. want to tap into your opinions at 800 800- 636-1067. Uh, you heard what we think. Give us the name. You want to go both sides of the ball, that's fine. Of a player that you think will benefit the most from the staff changes that have been made. Grant and Danny with you on the fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Yeah, first and foremost, being able to adapt to your personnel, um, do what you do best, and don't ask them to do things they can't do. And uh, we have a staff that is all in agreement on that and takes pride in that. So we're going to build this thing together and be collaborative as we put it together and just make sure we're putting our guys in the best situation possible. Um, you got to be able to, you know, run the football in four minutes, and you got to be able to throw it in two minutes. You saw that game come down to it a couple times the other night. Um, that's how these games come down to. And, and so um, more than anything, just making sure we're putting those position, those players in a position to be successful. That was Cliff Kingsbury. Quite the difference in dynamic yesterday. He spoke first, and then Joe Witt Jr. brought all the energy after that. Uh, no problem with how Kingsbury operates. But I'm glad that was the order they did it. Correct. You know? Uh, he's just not going to be a big media guy, I don't think. He had a very... I am going to talk to you guys today and answer all the questions you have because this is part of my job, but I can't wait to get back to my office vibe. Whereas Joe Ed Jr. was like, go ahead and have a seat. Uncle Joe's here to talk yeah. to you guys for a little while. How much time you guys have? And there's not a right way or a wrong way to do it. I probably want on career day. I want to go sit on Joe Witt Jr.'s speech before Cliff Kingsbury's maybe, but Cliff Kingsbury's really smart, knows offense, and he's going to try to, get some receivers open, and make some plays. That's what he's here to do. But my guess is you're not going to hear him doing a ton of media other than his once-a-week availability. He also, to his credit, I guess, or, or worth noting at least, he has gotten beat up in the media pretty good for the last couple of years, too. 
And you see this with players sometimes where if you're one of those guys that's fairly maligned, you just kind of go the other way. And I wonder if that's part of it. For a guy who everyone put over and was on a rocket ship, and he's like really good looking, and the next Sean McVay, and he should be a head coach. All of a sudden, the Cardinals thing didn't go great. The relationship with Murray was at odds a couple times. Mm -hmm. And if you just look at how he's viewed now, the approval rating has fallen off considerably the last few years, and that can kind of sour how much interest you have in media stuff. I think that's fair. Like, think about it. He got fired. Where was he? Where did he do his big interview, his big tell-all? Didn't see him on TV. He went to college as, like, an advisor to a college offense. He was not spending any time in front of cameras. I just think that's his style. I think you're probably right about that. The it's it's easy to feel if you if you're again I'm not this isn't a criticism just walking it through it if you feel like you've been wronged in some way, aka like my stuff works I'm actually as smart as everyone said I was they loved me on the way up and now it's everybody's piling dirt you feel betrayed in a way so you could sort of see the clam up and close up where it's like the instant I can leave I'm leaving I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to do with you guys I'm not gonna you know shirk the responsibilities I'm not gonna you know, monosyllabic answer like Bill Belichick or or, or be a jerky like Popovich, but I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do, but this isn't my priority is to win these things. Yeah. Kingsbury, Witt, both spoke yesterday. Staffs are in place. They're getting to work as we speak right now over in Ashburn. What holdover player will benefit the most from the staff changes? We'll start with Jay in D.C. on Grant and Danny. How are you, Jay? Hey, what's up, you guys? Hey, buddy. Yeah, I, I definitely think definitely think Jamin Davis. I think Jamin Davis hasn't been used properly since he's been here. I think that's gonna help him a whole lot. And I think uh, um, um, Sam Howell because Sam Howell was in the air raid. Drake May was in the air, air raid. Um, uh, Cliff Kingsbury. I think he's pretty close close to the uh, North Carolina coach, so he should have like a lot of information on Drake. Um, and I, I think they'll be able to move them along better. But I also thought about, about Clayton McClark. Like, yo, Danny, I think you definitely missing out. Like, I'm a big WNBA, like, women's basketball fan, though. Like, I'll probably watch, like, five or six games a week. And, like – Oh, and, you're, and, and, you're and all I, in on, on the WNBA, too, huh? Yeah, I'm super super upset, like, though, that was not coming back and we lost. So are like, you a Mystics guy or, like, the le- you watch other games in the league? I watch pretty much all the games, but I'm a Mystics guy. Uh, I go okay. to probably like five games a week. I saw Kaylin Clark at Maryland um, a few weeks back, and and yo and and Grant, like you know, you can rewatch like the peak and Peacock is the best because you can just rewatch the games whenever you. Can I know that's how I went. Rewind. Yeah, I went back and watched like the three minutes before and after uh, the, the record last night. That's how I saw the big moment. Yeah, man. Yo, Danny, I'm telling you, man, you got just watch one game of hers, like one of the good, like one of the good games, like anything. I'm telling you, you'll be you'll be all in her, man. She is ridiculous, that, ridiculous. It, it is. Insane. Thank you, Jay. It's crazy. I'm not sitting here and pretending like I'm I'm marking out to the WNBA no, on Thursdays. Like, I, I it's I have nothing against it. I just I only got so many hours, and and that is not part of my priority list. But when you watch her, you get it. Mm-hmm. You're going, oh my god! I mean, the, hi- the highlights are beyond She's absurd. So much better, yeah. than everybody else on the court. It's, it's to me, it's like going to a high school football game when like a D1 prospect is at quarterback. I don't know if you've ever done that, where you hear like this kid's playing at Stonebridge tonight. Let's go watch him, and it takes like three snaps, and you're like, oh man, that college is lucky. It's, it's that vibe. It's like totally. This person is here. Everywhere else, everyone else, and I'm moving my hand down like way, way down, three feet lower. Is here. She just, it's incredible. Let's go to Steve in a Chesapeake Beach. Steve, which current 
commander benefits most from the new staff? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, buddy. Hey, uh, before I get to my answer, hey, Danny, I got to – can I say something to you real quick? Yes, of course. Uh, well, I'm going to try to make it real fast, but last year, the fourth end of last year, I was having, like, you know, tough time through life. And your holiday special with all your impersonations made me forget about all the crappy stuff that was going on in my life. It brought so much laughter. Oh, wow, dude. That's cool. My heart and joy. It was like, I hope that you could do that more than once a year because you're depriving the people <laughs> of so much laughter. Like, I even called up and gave you the one for uh, uh, the, the debate with uh, Major Tutty and uh, Barack Obama and Donald Trump. I don't remember if you remember that. I do now. Yeah, that's great. Well, that's really cool. Tutty. We, we had, well, I had two, two presidents had to debate Major Tutty, the, the virtues, and they each took a side, you might imagine. I love that. <laughs> That's very but, kind, uh, dude. Appreciate yeah, it. I think, I think um, actually, I think Jamin Davis, I think he would benefit more just because he gets to work with Ken Norton Jr., a Hall of Fame, well, I think he's in a Hall of Fame, three-time Super Bowl winning linebacker. And if he can get on this staff and he stays with the team, I think this is, he, I don't know if this is last year or to pick it up his option, but... I think he would benefit more than anybody if he could get to work with this defensive staff at Ken Nord Jr. Yeah, we, we didn't mention I didn't even thought about that part, yeah. But that was the hire when we mentioned it on the show. That actually came down while we were on. That had me the most excited, I would say. Just because three-time champion, three-time Pro Bowler, was an All-Pro once. He wasn't close to Hall of Famer, to my knowledge. But he was a really good really player. Really good player, yeah. And is a well-respected coach, for sure. There's no doubt about that. Grant and Danny with you on the fan at 325 today. Should we be reading anything into Cliff Kingsbury's comments about quarterbacks, about Caleb Williams, about what he's looking for? We'll get into that next hour. We got the Blitz at four. That's when we're giving away tickets to see Nate Bargatze. We've also got tickets we're giving away at the end of the show tonight for lacrosse at the St. James all weekend long. You're listening to Grant and Danny. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 